save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. was uncompromising. Nelson Mandela was uncompromising. And I'm sure your mother was uncompromising, although the evidence of that is not apparent today. So, why don't you think of me as your mom right now? And mama says, clean it up! You've seen it. You've I seen have. It. I You've know this. You've seen it. At first, it sounded like an Olivia Pope rant, but I know that I've seen this. I know that I have. You've seen it. Damn, I'm gonna be so mad. I can... Chat's got it. Ah, Somebody on fucking Instagram got it. It's a classic. I mean, uh, I mean, it's not really. A classic. Oh, it's I'm not definitely gonna be not a classic. Guess. I'm not gonna be able to guess. Fuck it. Well, hey guys, I'm Gabrielle Union. God damn it! <laughs> oh, I know it. All right, I'm gonna get off Instagram live. <sighs> okay, then I'll be the person who never gets the fucking movie quotes. And this is the read. Yay! Back again. Um. Hi, guys. You know, new week, new things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kiff here has been on Instagram Live <laughs> while we were just in the studio. Just had so. some things to say. Yeah, you just had to let it out. Oh, I feel better. I feel like Shea Coulee. I, I'm not going to guess. Black excellence. This week goes to 17-year-old Jameer Smith in North Carolina. He's a junior at Lee County High School in Sanford. He is uh, currently known for running more than 2,000 yards rushing last season as a football player. Do, um, what is that? 2,000 yards. That means that he rushing. carried the football and ran with the football for yeah. over 2,000 yards. That's what rushing is. That's like many, I assume. Yes, that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> There's only 100 yards on the field, so. He's also got a kick-ass GPA and a pick at over 30 universities, including all Ivy League schools and every major program right in North Carolina. Um, So shout out to him. He's doing great things. He's got ABC out there in his hometown and in his house um, showing off (laughs) all of his acceptance letters and things like that. So shout out to you. Um, and uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on seeing where you um, decide to go to school. So keep to those books and also um, keep rushing. <laughs> right. I mean, because look, it's clearly gotten you this far. So rush right on through college, too. This week in Sick, Sad World, 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. All right, so let's see the good and bad. This is good. This doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Neither does that. <laughs> That's laughable. This is ridiculous. Okay, so it's not terrible this week. Okay. First up, uh, Venus Williams may have accidentally revealed the gender of Serena Williams' upcoming um, icon. Yeah. Uh, during an interview, I think it's the French Open right now. I don't know. I don't know if that's where Venus is kicking ass, but she's somewhere playing tennis. And an interviewer asked her about, um, like, what they would want, what she would want the baby to call her. Mm-hmm. Like, auntie or, like, a nickname or something. And Venus said, she's going to call me oh, something. okay. And so... um she didn't really seem to, like, react, like, oops, like, I didn't mean to do... I don't know if it's mm-hmm. supposed to be a secret. Maybe they don't care. Well, she might just be wishing for a niece, and so she just used I thought she. that, too. Yeah. I did common. think that, too. That's really common. Right. Yeah. So, who knows? Right. But, I mean... I don't really care either way. Whoever it is is a young legend. I want little Jupiter. <laughs> and they're somersaulting right now. <laughs> just ready when you are, girl. I love it. I love her little updates and everything. Like, oh, feeding my little champion. Like, yes. <laughs> you already know. Like, build this fetus up. <laughs> He's ready. She, whomever's in there. I don't know. It don't matter. I'm really hoping... I mean, I don't know. I tried not to get too invested in the sex of these celebrities babies yeah no i just want her to give birth on beyonce's birthday because i feel like that would just be the the cherry on top of the cake like just wow if she gives birth to a a girl on beyonce's birthday i'll actually die (laughs) destined like a baby avenger i feel if she has a girl on beyonce's birthday then like a massive wind is gonna sweep the earth (laughs) Yes. All will go calm. I will awaken in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, is there a chill in the air? Call you up and be like, did you feel that? <laughs> oh, no. There's She's a new right. presence in the atmosphere. Right. No, it'll be groundbreaking, earth shifting. Either way, congrats to Serena again. And she looks absolutely adorable. She does. And I can't take another second of it. All of her little events and stuff. She just looks so cute. This is why doctors want you to be in shape. <laughs> When you get pregnant, because she's like a, a good five or six months now and knocking on it and still just looks like, hey, guys. Just hanging out. Hey, mm-hmm. just got up and had half a grapefruit. Going hiking in an hour. <laughs> I just feel amazing. Growing babies is so fun. Rock climbing and, you know, I'm going to go yeah. parasailing a little after this and we're just having a great time. I mean, if you can win championships and shit while pregnant, what can you not do? That's a great question. Right. So, but yeah, congrats to Serena. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website. 
crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad. So they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, or broke the fourth wall. (laughs) You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when... It feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Moving on over to Who Gives a Fuck. Uh, let's see where to start. My favorite. Um, so the rumors of a steamy romance between Karuchi and Quavo of Migos have hit a fever pitch. <laughs> you really tried to sound like you gave a shit. I'm sorry. Uh, They're in Miami and Migos is up on uh, a bar or something like that. And Karuchi is just chilling down. And I don't know if this is like a spaghetti strap, a corset or something like that. And she's just hanging near mm-hmm. her alleged new man. And okay, good for them. Yeah. I, um... I don't have it. I don't either. There's not a single. I don't I give really one tried. I do not care at. I was waiting on you to say, and Chris Brown jumped on Instagram Live. And no, that not is, yet. So okay, not well, yet. Just, there's nothing there. Then hopefully never. Right. You know, hopefully he's that. past that. We off that. I mean, he ain't past court. But well, no, never past. Never too far past court. But we passed petty. Yes, past, or maybe the. You know, in the future, these restraining orders are going to start including social media apps. Like, you may not at me. You may not say my name. Right. You may not say my name on any of your live broadcasts. Oh, I would put that in mind. Yeah. I feel like it's if it's not already a thing, it will be soon. It needs to be. Because people be acting probably more reckless online. You're not allowed to misspell my name and act like you didn't know that you did that. (laughs) Like, nothing. No. Right. No. None of it with your trash ass. But just Karuchi and Quavo, I don't. All right. That's fine. Have fun. You would think, though, that she would be like, hmm, I'm going to go and date a guy who, like, 
know, wears suits and, like, has a regular desk job and, mm-hmm. like, interns and, you, you think know, so? and, like, goes to church every Sunday and, like, respects his mama and calls her. No, and I'm not like, none of that. <laughs> nope. You would think. You know, I was just, I'm... Like how Sierra did after she had a baby by a fuck nugget and then went and got herself a good wholesome man. On. Yeah. But Sierra didn't take her time. Right. And you know see, Karuchi's just working her way through That's the bad boy phase. fair enough. She's, Why not? This is a step above... I mean, listen, all the shit that then came out that Chris did to her... How old is she? What, like 24, 25? No. 29. Oh, Oh, she's just so petite. I guess I thought she was younger. <laughs> no, right? Chris Brown is how old? Is she older than him too? Yeah, gotta be. Because Chris, ain't no like way. Tw- Chris he's not my age. He's like twenty eight. Yes. Yes. No, he's not thirty. Yeah, no, he just turned twenty eight. Okay, well, I mean that's not really young, but no, it's not all, at all. I mean, <laughs> like you have. I mean, it's not old, but it's not like it's not too old to be to where it's like, wow, why are you still making stupid relationship decisions? I'll say I'm 29 and I'm fully looking at that relationship world as I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And when I think it's that, a valid place to be. I mean, I not just I don't have time for a relationship. I mean, I don't have time for fuck shit. Like I don't have time for a bullshit relationship. I don't have time for putting myself in positions that I know ain't good for me. I don't have time for fucking with niggas that ain't never been shit, and I already know that. Like yeah. I don't have time for like realness. You know, backsliding. Yeah. Uh, but that's me. When you're focused and you know, moving forward, that's, that's that's healthy. That's a good place to be in. You know, you have shit to do. You have goals. You got plans. Quavo so, might, you know, visit, you know, like the pound or the, you know, humane society and like adopt animals and find good homes for them. He may mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. He may like recite scripture. <laughs> There's no way. No, he doesn't okay, do that. Right. <laughs> I mean, but he might not be a shit person, you know? Yeah, no. It's very likely that he's a nice, great guy. (laughs) I did read that the drag queen uh, thing from SNL wasn't true. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, So, But, I mean, still, I can use a break. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not, and it's also not like that's the only homophobic or transphobic or whatever thing that we've ever heard y'all say. And, I mean, they're still get right with you. (laughs) So. Like, they're still... I don't know how they got, like, did their whole label hear that song and was like, mm, yeah, that just doesn't mean what it does anymore. <laughs> I'm sure the Asian community is totally over their Man. slurs. I mean, but listen, if Karuchi don't have a problem with it, I'm going to leave right. Oh, my God. Right. It keeps coming up. It keeps it. coming up. Um, Amber Rose apparently hired one of Wendy Williams' old... Television producers who apparently was fired after that bullshit about. You remember when uh, Wendy Williams was talking about HBCUs or something like that? Oh yes, her ignorant ass. So that apparently, was dumb. A, a couple of people lost their job behind that. One of them is a producer who will now be working with Amber Rose as she heads back to TV from the Amber Rose Show. Uh, I'm reading this. It will be switching uh, to MTV. This is what it says on radar. Oh, from VH1. Yeah. Okay. Amber's first season was a disaster because she was surrounded <laughs> by the wrong people at VH1. I mean, it was not 
I would not call that first season good either, but not sure if that was because of the people she was surrounded by. Or, or because just... Amber Rose doesn't need to have a television Oh, show. boy. <laughs> I mean, there's always the I was going to try to say it in a nicer way, but fuck that. Now she's moving to MTV and has hired Rob Dauber in a power move, and Wendy Williams should watch out. Now, we can now, talk all we see, want to here we go. about Dub Dub. Oh, and there's plenty to say. And there is mountains to say. However, when it comes to actually hosting mm-hmm. a TV show, right. radio, knowing how to engage people and be alert and Speaking actually... professionally. Right. Keep <laughs> someone's attention. Know which camera's on. Like, all of that... <laughs> Wendy's got that down. We can talk all day, but she's got that. Amber doesn't. Now, I don't know who was surrounding her at Mm -hmm. the VH1 show, but I do know that I watched it and it was boring and it was strange and it was weird. Mm -hmm. And she just doesn't have like a TV show presence to me, you know, not for like not a talk show. Right. Not and not like a talk show host. She's fine on hip hop squares. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, many people are. So is Mimi and whoever else. Because all you ever really need is a couple of cute little one-liners and you're done. That's it. But you, like, actually spearheading a show and being the person who talks about topics and introduces the story and gets into... It and, just, like, interviews people. Right. Like, you have it's to... Just, you don't have that. There's a... Right. There's a thing about that. Like, there's a reason why most talk show hosts have, like, big personalities or distinct personalities or, like, strong backgrounds in comedy or whatever because it takes a certain skill to do that. It is not just a, any old damn body who looks good come be on like bitch there's a reason why niggas only opened up to Oprah for like 25 years and was telling only Oprah all their deepest darkest secrets because there is a thing there is a certain quality that you have to possess in order to be really good at that and I don't know that Amber Rose has it I have evidence that she doesn't right I mean and And that's not to say you can't get it Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying if she really wants to take it seriously and really have that world to the point mm-hmm. that she got girls out here saying that Wendy needs to watch out, then she I, I'm assuming girl, girl. is getting some sort of media training <laughs> or something to learn how to do that. Because what I saw last season I was hoping, I, I assumed would the be the receipts. last. I mean, I need to see the screen test then. I need to see this threat to Wendy Williams because I did not see it last year. And I don't really get the move to MTV. I mean, I I understand it, but it seems to me that Amber's audience is squarely in VH1. Yes. (laughs) So. Yes. I don't. mm, I'm also confused about that. But, you know, good luck to you regardless, I guess. I I just feel like just because you're uh, a recognizable face and you've said a couple of funny things maybe and people like you doesn't mean that you need a talk show. Ask Bethany Frankel. Yes. Hell, ask Kris Kardashian. I mean, (laughs) I think I'm Miss Tina. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ask Chris, even Chris Jenner couldn't keep a talk show on the air. Try as she did, and you know, and she had Kanye and she on had the Kanye show. On she, they had they showed the first picture of North or something like that, and still they could not keep that. Everybody shit on the watched air. the clips on Instagram yes. and was like, "What a gorgeous right, baby!" Well, that's that. Okay, bye. And that because she she started. Thank you. You just brought me back. She started that around the time the North was born mm-hmm. or was about to be born or something. So when she did that, it was like, I remember everybody was waiting for that to yeah. happen. And she waited until like the last episode mm-hmm. of that little, you know, when they like test those shows. Right. She waited like the last episode of that to have Kanye on there and then show 
the baby. And everyone was like, we were just waiting for this to pop up on the internet. Right. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> like, Kanye looked hypnotized the whole time anyway. He was like, he seemed kind of half dead. And I remember the stunt she pulled, like, the first or second episode, she was holding a baby on set and they took a picture for Instagram. And oh, like yeah. And then it was like the producer's baby or something. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. This is all, all of this is manufactured for the big Northwest reveal. And yes. then we got it and, and then we were finished. literally nobody cared. You brought Chloe on, no one cared. Chloe had her own show. Again, no one cared. I mean, not just, really. I mean, we just don't care. Like, was that televised? Or was Chloe's Cocktails, was that Chloe? a web show or was it on TV? You know, I don't, if it was on TV, it was probably on E. But I don't know because I, mean, I didn't watch it. I just know it got I just know it got It did. So, it don't really matter. Again, it takes a certain something and, and y'all don't that show it. was kind of like what Amber is doing. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that Chloe was still, Chloe can like do all of that. I feel like Chloe and Chris were better hosts than Amber, Amber Rose is. No shade. And I don't want to see either one of them host anything ever in my whole black oh, a, ass life. Toss up, man. I cannot. I feel like Chloe might be more like it might be more fun to tape an episode with Chloe Kardashian. Like maybe she's more Amber Rose just I feel like she was just like no pun intended but I just feel like she was dreaming. Like I just felt like she was <laughs> Really? Dated her best friend, baby. No, I get Anyway, it. so I just, she was always like, hi guys, so this week on the Amber Rose Show, I have my good friend, French Montana. That is what she sounds like. I hate you so much. French, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> like, oh my God, that is what Wake she up, says. girl. Damn, you're hosting a show. So what are you up to? Like, and that's right. just it. Like, it's, it's nothing... Oh my god, you guys. So me and French, we have this really funny story. Are you gonna tell them what it was like, girl? Right. Like, all right, enough. Yeah. I'm bored. Right, exactly. So we'll see. Also on the list of bad ideas, uh apparently um Nods and Lauren Hill have announced that they're uh <laughs> co-headlining a tour. That won't work. This year, uh, according to Billboard. This uh, whole shebang will start in Chicago on September 7th. Um, So I imagine what happens is that you'll buy the tickets online, go to, you know, the Nas concert on September 7th, Mm -hmm. and then maybe they give you, like, some sort of a waiver or some other kind of reform (laughs) so that you can come back in June when uh, When Lauren Lauren Hill performs. Um... Um, mm. so he's definitely going to have to come out first. Like he's, (laughs) he's definitely going to have to do his whole set first. And then we get like a 20 minute intermission for set change. And then hopefully by then Lauren's chakras have aligned with the 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 chakras a while. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So we're going to give Nas's whole performance. We're going to give Lauren time to get into the mood to perform. Ill, still, all the Maddox. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Every Maddox you got. Just just all of them. That's the only way this can work. What? I mean, and maybe that is it. Like, maybe they're like, okay, listen, Lauren, we just, sis, we're never going to sell another ticket if you are not on the bill with somebody else. We need you to actually 
show up. Yeah, like we're you're gonna time. have to come when people. I mean, we've gotten us, and he agreed just, to do this, but we can't. We, just can't. we can't afford a hologram. Like, girl, we're gonna have opening acts, and then Nas will come out, and I'll, like we just need you to to actually be here. Like, just show up and then come on stage and perform. We'll like, have a DJ play, you know, some stuff before Nas even comes on. Yeah. You have a solid like. Two and a half hours. Right. To get ready. After the door opens and yes. the show starts to be ready. Right. You know, we don't have much, we don't have any choreography for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Your writer said all you needed was a guitar and a mic. Honestly, we don't even give a fuck if you remember the words. Just please be on the stage. Just be on the stage. You could just hum melodically and everybody in the audience would probably just fill in the words for themselves. They'll just be glad that they didn't have to wait three additional days. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, wow, I'm at a Lauryn Hill show and Lauryn Hill is she at the show. is here. That's crazy. What? Amazing. Let me put this on Snapchat, bitch. I'm going to let somebody else, I'm going to let a couple of dates go by and hear some reviews before I decide whether I'm going to make it to that. I want to make a bet on whether or not Lauren Hill actually shows up on time to all of these concerts. No one's going to take that. No one is. I know. <laughs> but, you know, there has to be somebody. There has to be one person who has faith in her. Man, I really tried. I like. I, I almost sat here and thought about it. Then I'm like, mm-mm. No, sorry. Even if Nas is first. Like, even if Nas just goes out first and does his whole set and it's not like going back and forth between the two of them I still cannot just say for sure that Lauren will be on time and ready at every date because it's just been too many opportunities of us seeing her do the exact opposite she's not as bad as Frank Ocean is though with just straight up pulling out of stuff right like you know niggas buy tickets to these festivals to see you right so you just not okay because there's no refunds like we don't get our money back because you decided not to come What's up, sis? I don't. I mean, I don't understand. She's gonna have to take the Jeremiah route probably a couple of times to just have somebody go out there in a big ass formation hat tilted down real quick when Ready or Not starts, (laughs) and then just dance around like like a like a a stunt double. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, and just pretend that they're there. They're her. Like, and honestly, a couple of cities they'll probably just take it. Yeah, <laughs> like the probably good enough. Okay. Whatever. Just lie to me. Fine. Just lie. I mean, I'm really just a Nas fan anyway. Ain't no Lauren Hill fans in here. They knew not to come. <laughs> At least for the first couple of songs, until Lauren has decided it's time for her to go on stage. Right. Hmm. All right. Well, is that it? Good luck with that. No. Oh, I was about to say. Wow, look at us. Also on the list of terrible ass ideas, um, Tyrese is still accosting us with alleged news and teases of Baby Boy 2. He posted a, uh, looks like a fan-made movie poster mm-hmm. uh, that says a John Singleton film, Baby Boy 2, coming of age. I have issues with that for a number of reasons. First of all, how to fuck. Because this nigga coming of age when he's a grown-ass man with kids. You're like 42. He was an adult in the first one. What? (laughs) Coming of what age? What? Which age? Right. That's how you know a fan made that. This don't make no sense. Also, this picture of Taraji in the center is from Celebration of Gospel that she hosted, (laughs) I think, last year on BT. Also, there's a picture of Snoop Dogg in the movie, and Rodney is certainly dead. I mean, they shot him like six times, and he right. bled out on the sidewalk. Right. So. What What are you doing? <laughs> but see, now, why did Tyrese post it, though? That's my question. Because Tyrese is bored, I guess, and like really wants this movie to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding why. Um, 
He also post, posted a picture at one point, I think, mm-hmm. of Taraji and like somebody else. Oh, the a, girl who played his other baby mama at a in a pool party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. And I heard that John Singleton initially posted it, and it was at um, it was like a Memorial Day party that he yeah. had at his house or something like that. And Tyrese posted it and then deleted it with a caption that said, "When your baby mamas get together and plot against you, right. baby boy too." And it was like, "We don't want to see it. We don't keep it. Please don't make this happen. Like, just let the let everybody hang out at John Singleton's house and just let that be that. Because when I saw that picture, I said, "Oh no, who did this?" But like. Just the original is fine for the people who liked it. We don't need to go back and retell this story. And it's not coming of age when you are so fucking grown. Just let it go. Let it go. Tyrese, you have so much An embarrassment for so many reasons. Like, literally, unless Baby Boy 2 is about his son or daughter making it out the hood and then going back when his Mima is sick and desperately trying to get Jody's ass out of her house, finally. Okay. Then I just don't see how it's a coming-of-age story. You're a full man. Yeah. Like, Maybe it's the story of the kids and, what, and the kids dealing with... And that would just be lame anyway. ass daddy. Even if people wanted to see it. I'm so tired of all of these movies coming out 15 years later and then the story's about their children. Mm-hmm. Come up with something else. Right. It's just, it's there's new ideas out there if y'all would just pay for those. Like, that would be great. <laughs> if you would just, but see, nobody is selling you any because no one is interested in making this movie. Stop. <laughs> we don't want to watch it. He should have, the first one was supposed to be about him coming to age. Didn't they have a tea party or some shit and she was pregnant again in the end of the day movie and we were supposed to assume that they were good? A tea party? I hate you. Like, I don't remember the last shot of the movie, but they was out having a barbecue or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, they was, it was like one big happy black family or something like that. Like in somebody's backyard in a kiddie pool or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I seem to remember balloons, maybe. I don't. I think mm. it was like the first baby. It's been a while. Like the when she was pregnant again, and it was like a baby first birthday. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it up with Steel Magnolias. How? You know what? Never Let's mind. Move on. Yeah, because yeah, we don't on. even care. The point is Tyrese. Yeah, don't make this movie. I thought you know you got Transformers and all of these Fast and the Furious movies and <laughs> books and you know other things. Like I don't <laughs> see why you need this. <laughs> Right, Fast and the Furious has made like seven billion dollars worldwide, and they're Leave not done. <laughs> like, I think they have two more. No, Ugh. you know what? As long as you people continue to go watch the movies, they're going. They to still go, right. and they get good. They they review well. Yeah, they do. The last one opened up number one worldwide with like a, some crazy opening weekend, hundred million billion dollars. So I, bought, or something. I bought them all. You bought, oh, you bought, I bought them. them all. You bought them. I wanted to know why people still go watch them. So you bought them? I mean, I couldn't think of another way to watch you all of them. You can rent them. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, you can. Whatever. I just. so many different apps. <laughs> I made it to like a. The middle of four. Oh, uh-uh. And I was just like, I'm so tired. Um, I heard it gets good after that, like the fifth one or something. Didn't the first one God, come out in like 98 or like, something? Like, uh, I don't know if it was 98, but it had to have been like 2000, 2001? 2001. I think I was close to being out of high school. No, I was definitely a child. But, <laughs> and it shows <laughs> with the fashion, the haircuts, everything. Like the music, Ja Rule is in it. It's old, it's dated. Oh yeah, 2001, you're right. Um, But 
Yeah. Then there was one with Bow Wow in it and some guy with a terrible country oh, no, accent. It's odd. Good. But I'm assuming that it's going to be, you know, damn, I'll finish it at some point. But there's just so much. I have to catch up on Scandal, American Gods. Yeah, I have lots of shows and stuff that I really want to watch. And I want to rewatch Queen Sugar before the new season starts and all this stuff. So oh I'm just gosh. not going to do There was that. a Steven Universe special that just came oh, out. Oh, yes. On that. I'm about to look at that. I'm catching up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is just, ugh perfect every fucking time there's a lot of great stuff out and i'm not going to no shade to people who enjoy the franchise because i know it's a lot of y'all but it's just not for me i don't give a shit about cars and niggas and it's literally niggas yeah and cars. that's all it is and i don't care um okay tiger woods got in trouble i don't know why i didn't i wasn't interested enough to read it do you know why uh because he got a dui he was driving under the influence and i think we all assumed it was alcohol because he's been caught driving drunk before but i guess maybe it was prescriptions this time and he didn't know that he was gonna have that reaction to it i don't really know the details because i didn't care tiger woods has stated plenty of times that he's not black he's cobbling asian and he has separated himself from black people very deliberately and so i'm letting the cobbling asians take that i don't care cobbling asian sounds like it should be like a like a Daddy desserts. Yeah. I think I was in middle school or high school when he said that. I was. I remember it too. I remember that being news I'm and thinking. Cobblation. Like, it's a celebration of my Caucasian and black and Indian and Asian heritage. Cobblation. Like, sure it is. Cobblation. Cobblation. Sure it is. Whatever you say, Tiger. I don't I don't have it for Tiger Woods. I never don't care. Have, I just don't will. care. Like great golfer. Beautiful wonderful gowns. golfer. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You had that white wife. You did her wrong. She took half your money and your children and left. Yeah, your hairline. And right. And your life has kind of just been in a slow decline since then. And I don't care. Last but not least, I forgot to mention last week that the uh, repeater movie has been confirmed. Yes. Yes, it has. So excited about that. So Netflix is going to be... Throwing up this Rihanna Lupita scammer movie mm-hmm. um, with Ava DuVernay Man. directing and Issa. Like, I just. So Issa's confirmed writing it. Too? I haven't seen a confirmation about that yet. Okay. But I assume that it's coming, and it's yes. coming quickly. At least one of the writers, like, man, please. I mean, I mean that's what we asked for. If right. you're going to give it to us, give us what we want. Right. I mean, <laughs> we were explicit with our demands. Duh, Thank girl. you so much, Netflix. Thank you. Don't play. Since y'all took the get down, y'all can give us everything we want. Didn't they? they I mean, did. they just took it. I mean, and it was beautiful, but I know it was expensive as shit. I mean, if you're going to take the get down, take love. Take, uh... Well, I haven't watched 13 Reasons Why, so I can't judge them yet. But okay. I feel like I can say that they can take it because okay. I don't want well, I don't to watch know love. It. Uh, there's several shows. Oh, bitch. And there's a new season of House of Cards. Oh, I got, see, I got plans. I Wait, got a lot is? of stuff. Yes, it just came out like the last couple of days. I got a lot of shit to Unbreakable, do. Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt is back too. Yes, and, it is. Um, and oh, thank God they took Kimmy out of that horrible wig. I couldn't even watch last season because that wig was so noticeable. It's just awful. But she's just wearing her real hair now. Thank God. <laughs> Have you seen the Lemonade segment? Yes. B. <laughs> I love him so much. Titus is a national treasure. And really, one day I will have an extended discussion on why there's no reason that show couldn't have been Unbreakable Titus Andromeda. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he deserves his own spinoff. Like, really, truly. the show could have just been Titus as the lead character. Yeah. Kimmy as his friend. And, like, it would have mm-hmm. been... Right. 
No, essentially the same show, but cooler. I mean, and he already has a great backstory with running out on his wife and, you know, being this gay kid from the sticks and coming up to New York. Like, he already has a great, like, it's perfect. So every time he's on screen, I get excited. Oh, my God. You should listen to the actor whose name is also obviously Titus. But um, you should listen to his interview on Death, Sex and Money. I think that's the name of the podcast. But anyway, he did an interview with them a while back. It's so good. I think you told me about that. It's really good. Like, just talking about his grandma and he sings a little bit. And, you know, it's just very real. And the whole time I was like, man, I identify so much with this. So I just love him. Well, that's about it this week for Six Sad World. <laughs> I feel like we did such a great job. We did. We zoomed right through that. I mean, totally under. It doesn't even matter. Do you know how many? Do you know how many emails we got from people saying y'all don't have to act like that? It don't have to be less than an hour and a half. I love it. Yeah. After last week, I was like, okay. I mean, if you girls are that like, if y'all when insist. we actually did the one half, the one and a half hour mm-hmm. or whatever, I was like, okay. Like, if y'all <laughs> love it that much, then I guess we will just, just continue to speak journeys into nothingness until we're done. <laughs> So was that it, or did you find another one? Tia Mori confirms that Sister Sister is being revived. But they've been saying this for a while. What's changed? We're looking right now for a producer and a writer, someone who can kind of be a leader of the pack in regards to... So they're looking for a showrunner. Okay. Um, I think that they kind of expected that people... And... What's her name? Tia was on The Real mm-hmm. not too long ago, and they were saying that, I guess, it's been harder than they expected for people to... To get people to like actually sign on and get the whole thing going, they must have oh for sister sister. They've been like, we want to bring sister sister back, and the networks would have been like, pick us. Yeah, and it's not like that. And they weren't. Well, I mean, because I don't think the Boy Meets World reboot is doing that great. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's suffering. Maybe, although maybe it got canceled. I'm not. Honestly, sure. most of these revived um, sitcoms that I watched when I was growing up, I don't like them. You know, I don't like mm-hmm. the newer versions, and I don't, I don't know that. Kids would watch them and get, and like them at all, or even if they did like them, they wouldn't get the same experience that I remember getting from the first Full House yeah. or from the first Boy Meets World or from the first That's a Raven. Because Raven's Home, I think, premieres in July or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, and I just don't see it being. The same. These kids don't have connections to those actors the way we do. So they're kind right. of like banking on an older audience to tune in. But you need the but, kids to actually watch it to sustain it because we don't care. We're right. We can watch grown up shows. Right. So you're going to have to do something to draw the kids in. And I mean, I wish Tia the best. Tia's the one married to the black man, right? Because Tamara's a mess. Oh, my God. Tamara needs prayer. Tamara needs a good black-ass shake because she's lost it. I don't know what her deal is, man. I just cannot with her and that Fox News-ass husband of hers. But, you know, maybe the show, I'll at least give it a try. Like that Fuller House, I watched the first episode. It was good to see Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky and everybody again, except the Olsen twins but every episode after that I was like I do not care about any of this I do not care about these hoes coming together to raise these kids and all this it's just boring it's just not interesting like yeah. one thing I would say to Tia and Tamara is if you were gonna do a, a sister sister comeback I would say change the game 
and do it from an old, I don't want to say being Mary Jane because it's the only thing I can think of right now, but do like an adult, like a more mature thing. And rather than it being about, you know, them being young and goofy or whatever, make it like an older thing with the sisters being grown up mm-hmm. and from there. Because what these key people keep doing is having the older people who started it be like almost a backdrop and then focus on the children. And we don't care about them niggas. We don't know who they are. <laughs> And these young people don't watch that show, and so they have no reason to give a fuck about anybody on this show. Hmm. So change it. Like, do it for the people who watched it and make it something a little bit more adult. I think, I mean... Yes, yes. Don't make it a kid's show because the kids don't care. Right. You're hiring these old-ass people that we watched on TV when we were kids. So, like... And the whole draw of the show the first time around is that they were these twins who had been separated at birth, and now... You know, they found each other and they get to build this whole relationship and the parents. And it was like a new and interesting thing. I don't get what the what is the story going to be here now? Like, I mean, they ain't got a showrunner, so they don't even know. They just know they want to bring sister sister back. Well, okay, so all right, girls, we'll see. I'll give it a shot just because I do love sister sister, but I don't. I do love sister sister. Nostalgia, right? I wonder does Tamara ever look back and like I can't believe I got on TV singing R and B. And dancing. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. You don't? I really don't. Mm. I really don't think it's that bad. No, I think when Tamara's at home with her husband and those children, she lets all kinds of crazy things come out of that man's mouth. I think I she think lets that a lot of horrible Oh, yeah, shit she probably slide. does let him say a whole lot. All but I don't think that she's things. at home, you know, making like little pickaninny dolls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay, no, you're right. It is not that bad. <laughs> but let him say what he want, most certainly. I could see that. Ugh, okay. Oh, and before I, I end this, I just want to say shout out to uh, Kathy Griffin. I don't know why you apologized. That's the only thing you did wrong to mm-hmm. me. But yeah, no, absolutely. That's it. I mean, Baron Trump and Draco Malfoy and the rest of Slytherin, they'll be <laughs> fine. Like, I, you know, I'm certain they saw it. They laughed and they went right back to playing Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, mess. You know, I thought it was fantastic. It was artistic. Um... I thought that the lighting was great, and I don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, anything that shows Trump dying is fine with me. So that, I didn't have an issue at all. So, but she's not the only person who did it. You know what? I saw this drag queen who was at, um, I think they just recently had RuPaul's DragCon out in, in California. And there was one who was dressed as like, I don't know if it's Hindu. What is the um Mm-mm. that I know? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know the deity with like uh, with the Ganesh. Yes. I, okay. No. No. It's not Ganesh. Okay. I know exactly who Ganesh is, but it's not. Uh, it's along that. It's mm-hmm. in there. You're, you're in the right. I was gonna say. Look, I'm pretty ignorant. About I don't. I, all and, of I that, and I am I as well. <laughs> do not want to step on those. And toes. I'm trying to be respectful. I don't know the exact one, but y'all know the pretty lady with. She has like six arms. Uh, oh my god. Let me let me Google Hindu goddess six arms. Yes. Hindu goddess, maybe. I don't Ka- know. Kali, K-A-L-I. I don't know. There she appears a as a four to six-armed woman. We're going to get in so woman. much trouble mm, for this. No, this is actually all you, bro. I'm, I'm backing right out of this. I don't know. <laughs> but I can admit that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? All I know is I have seen this woman a million times in my life. Okay. And there was a drag queen who was dressed as her at DragCon with 
the same thing, like a decapitated, bloody Trump head. And when I saw it, I was like, A, fantastic. B, I'm really interested in the race of this drag queen. Because I couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. She was painted blue. So I couldn't tell if... This was gotcha. actually just a white person. Because mm. I know it would have been like, mm, Hope not. you tried, but you don't realize how you... Yeah, like, this is not your not business, better. girl. Right. See how I don't know? I would have never done it. <laughs> right. Would have never even played yourself like that. Like you how were. Alicia Keys put on that. You know what? No, because we haven't received confirmation that she did that. That it's... is not her. I'm telling you it's not her. She was wearing lashes. Alicia <laughs> does not do that. Okay. All right. Are we done? My apologies to anybody who... um took offense to this she was in overwatch overwatch symmetra you are gonna get it skins you are gonna figure it out and she and i know overwatch must have gotten into so much trouble for this shit it's just called goddess oh god okay fuck it but this is what i'm talking about oh okay and you know she usually has like a bunch of arms yeah no i mean i've i feel like i've seen that before I just don't know the name of it, so I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. I'm so okay. sorry. Hallelujah. Let's take a break. Hey y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada yada yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you gotta send a million letters and go up there in person and it's just a bunch of blah blah blah. Like this could have been easier, okay? We've all dealt with the yada yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So we're back. It's time for listener letters. And I have found the goddess. Oh, hallelujah. What's her name? I think it's Kali. But I know I this is her said. because it literally, like, all of these photos have the decavicated I told you, I, I Googled her and I said Kali, K-A-L-I, right? She's sickening. I That's her, that. yeah. Well, amen. I'm so glad that you found it. it. Makes me feel better. Our first question this week comes from someone who calls himself a good son. He said... I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I'm writing to ask your advice on dealing with your parents as they, as well as you, get older. My parents are typical Southern parents, so no matter how old I am, I'll always I'll always be their kid. But where the major issue lies is they think of me and my brother as free labor. 
We don't mind mowing the grass, taking out garbage and things like that, but it's to the point where they want everything on their terms and it just cannot be that way. We have our own lives going on and sometimes I'll go a week or so without stopping by their house because I just hate the fact that I can't even visit without having to do some chores or manual labor. Recently, they decided they couldn't wait till the weekend for us to mow the lawn, so they went out there and tried to do it themselves. Long story short, my mother fell and broke her foot. Their neighbors now think that we are neglecting our parents, and overall, it's just a bad look for us. Oh, not to mention that my mother recently learned to text message so damn near daily I'm getting hit with errands and grocery store lists from her Work, it's mom. to the point that if they call me I immediately expect them to ask for something and become annoyed even if they're just checking to see how I'm doing I hate feeling like this part of me feels guilty and feels like I should just suck it up the other part feels like I should change my number what are your thoughts sincerely a good son get over it Damn, really? Suck it up. Get over it. My grandma used to call me all of the time. And then when she used to call me on my phone, I knew she was asking me for a ride somewhere. Like, I knew it. Every time she would call me, I'd be like, I don't know where she needs to go. She needs a ride. And I would pick it up. She'd be like, hey, uh, beg your ride. Go down. So I'd be like, okay. All right, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. And I would go on and take her. And sometimes I would be in the middle of something. I really didn't have time. And, you know, a couple of times I would have to ask somebody else to take her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But... Like, now she's gone, and right. if she could call me, if she called me right now and asked me to drive her to Mexico, I would. <laughs> so, right. get over it. Do what they need to do. They're not asking you to go and vote for a Republican or something crazy or burn yourself, <laughs> down, you know, to ashes. Like, they're asking you for little things that you can do around the house for them. Do it. Because when they're gone, you're going to wish that you could do whatever the fuck they wanted. Hmm. That's a very... Not they're not being unreasonable. I mean, that's if they're valid. being unreasonable, then that's something else. But I'm it just sounds saying. like you and your brother feel overwhelmed because it's like a daily thing now with your parents asking you to do stuff. And I could see how that may feel, I don't know, maybe tiresome or annoying. Um, and I think if here he has a good point about, you know, like one day you'll wish that your mama was around to ask you to do a million different things for her and you would do it. But when you are just like in the middle of your everyday life, you're like, damn girl, like it's, it is every day with you asking me for something. Like I get that frustration too. So maybe if you just kind of like, I don't know, can you just not talk to them and be like, Hey, is it cool if we like come by twice a week and run whatever errands you need? Or like, can you, is it like, do you just feel like you are not able to broach the subject with them at all? Or is like, you know, Maybe I can do your grocery shopping every weekend, like, and we can go together. Or maybe I'll do this, like, like this example with mowing the grass. If I told you I'll come mow the grass this weekend, but y'all decided that wasn't fast enough and you went out there and now you done hurt yourself and broke your foot, it's like, were you really wrong for establishing a time to come do it and no. your mama just went out there I'm not anyway. saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that if you're in a position where you want to change your number or you don't want to pick them up or you don't want to pick up the phone or whatever, like that mindset should change. I agree. You can be like, look, I'll come and do it or whatever or I really do not have the time to do it right now. But that's different than if you know you do and you just don't want to. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, like oh, there are going to be, obviously you're an adult and you're going to want, you know, time to do your own thing. Sometimes you're going to have to just be like, no, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. Yeah. But it's like, all I'm talking about is the mindset. I don't know how much free time you actually have and you, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah. But. I mean, because you presumably work a full-time job and all that. So it, it's understandable that you can't just drop everything 
and go do whatever they want you to do at any time of day. But I'm thinking about it now. And yeah, my grandma could have called any one of her grandkids for anything. And we all would have just been like, okay, well, either I'm going to do it or I'm going to find somebody who is going to do it. Right. Mima ain't going to want for nothing. You know, it, like it, that's definitely I feel like an attitude that we all if had. If I couldn't take her or if I... You know, sometimes didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I would tell her, "Look, hold on, I'll call you right back, and I'll yeah. find somebody to do it." Yeah. So it was and I remember then. my aunties and uncles kind of going through that too. Like, yo, mama has called me again, talking about the fish she got from down the street was not good enough, and she need to go back. Like that sort of thing. I remember my aunties and uncles being like, "Lord, here we go," but always somebody going, you know, because at the end of the day, that's your mama, that's your grandma. You know, she took care of you of all your all your life. She's getting older. She needs more of your help. And it's just the, I feel, I feel like it's just maybe culturally, it's just the thing we do. We just yeah. take care of our elders and, and bitch about it to each other privately. So <laughs> maybe you and your cousins need like a group text and WhatsApp or something and y'all could be like, here she go again or whatever. I don't know. Whatever's right. going to make you feel better. But yeah, one day you're going to wish she was there. And, and so... I don't know. Try to cherish Try the time y'all have. Try to find a way to just make it work. It may be if y'all can, you know, maybe you can find them help. Like maybe you can get them someone who can help them around the house. My mom would be like, help for what when you are here? <laughs> I don't know this girl. Who is this stranger? I mean, that's a cultural thing too. I know if I would have been like, look, I'm going to hire y'all help or I'm going to get y'all to do something. My parents would be like, cool. Because my mm. family had helpers. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> But well, not we, because they had money. Broke folk. <laughs> not because they had money. Like in Jamaica and stuff like that, they would have people who would come around the house sometimes and help when they didn't have the time to do it or whatever, or mm. when the, you know the kids were home or something like that. And what they got paid, I don't know because yeah. I know that I don't come from nobody's <laughs> money. <laughs> like my but family they found never a way had outside help to come so- find somebody to come and help them. Like, my family was the outside help. So. And they were almost always West Indian too, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But I mean, maybe it was like a you know we come through and help because we know y'all got something com- going on, and then maybe y'all come through, or maybe it's a community thing. I really don't know, or maybe your people just had a like that but yeah I would I would say just you know try to deal with it but I would definitely be like now nobody told you to go over there fucking around with that lawn I said I would do it this weekend like and now look at you with a broke ass foot so now you need more help like (laughs) please listen to me mama I'm trying to help you you know It's, it's that same sort of thing so good luck to you with that our next question comes from anonymous pick a girl's name Risha this comes from Risha, and she says, My boyfriend and I ended our relationship a few days ago. We were together for four years, and up until a few weeks ago, we were incredibly happy together. Lately, we've been fighting, and I have resented his lack of time, attention, and affection. My boyfriend is 28 years old, and he's an only child. He has spent the last eight years pursuing two degrees and worrying about his financially unstable parents. Lately, he says everything in his life feels like a responsibility and that it is making him emotionally and mentally unstable. He wants to spend time on his own, get counseling, and learn how to put his happiness first. He says he doesn't want our relationship to turn to hate and he can't give anybody even 50% if he is not at peace with himself and it's unfair because I've always given him 100 I have even more respect for him now, but this is not a relationship that I want to lose for good. Do you have any advice for getting through the next chapter? And do you think there's a possibility he will get better and come back to me? Or will he just move on with a clean start? Love the show. You guys keep me sane. Thanks, Risha. 
Let that nigga go. The subject says most mature breakup ever, and I hate it. So, oh, girl. Like, I get it. If you felt like we spent four years together and we were really happy and now you're going through something, you know, and it, it, you want to hold out hope that he's going to get through whatever emotionally difficult time he's going through and then y'all are going to come back together and be happy and healthy and whole and just drive off into the sunset. But if he is insisting on breaking up with you instead of maybe going through whatever counseling he needs with you or while in a relationship with you, it seems that he knows somewhere maybe it's way deep down but he knows that this is something he needs to get through on his own and it may be something that is so life-changing that you cannot go along on the journey with him I think you need to I think you need to look at this situation like okay like this is the end of something and I had a great time you need to you know distill whatever lessons from it and and it's it's hard, you know, it's heartbreak and and it's difficult to move on after a breakup. But I, w- I don't think it's healthy for you to hold on to hope that he is going to come back once he's happy again. I don't think I just don't see that in, in the future here. A wise, wise woman once said. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Um, go ahead and free yourself. And I've always, you know, really. Reson- that's resonated with me on mm-hmm. so many levels. I just feel like, hey, uh, bye, you know? Right. 2017. So, so you over me now? So, okay, well, I guess you just don't have to call. Don't bother texting or coming over. Good luck. Uh, I'll send you a message in a bottle encouraging you on your journey. Yeah. But Goodbye. if he's if he's feeling emotionally and mentally unstable and is saying, hey, I need to separate myself and deal with my shit... You're right that this is a very mature conversation to have and, like, a very mature way to break up, and maybe that sucks. But, like, girl, listen to him. He it's is saying— It's actually selfish of you to be like, oh, but I really want you to stay. Like, yeah. he's essentially saying, whether he's telling you the truth or making an excuse or whatever, what he's telling you is, if I stay with you, this won't be a healthy, happy relationship. Right. Because I have work that I need to do for myself. So you are currently worried about yourself and your own happiness so badly that mm-hmm. you want him to stay and he's telling you he can't and why. If you actually care about this motherfucker for real and him being able to provide, you know, what you need out of a relationship, you will let him go, mm-hmm. do what he needs to do. And with that, prepare prepare yourself for the fact that he may not come back. Yeah. Now, like, that is something that you're going to have to deal with. And yes, like Chris said, that's going to suck and it's going to be hard. But you got to put on your big girl panties and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because if that nigga don't want you, he just don't. You know, nope. like he just don't. And it does not like, oh, I'm angry with you or he doesn't want you for, you know, messy, ugly reasons. He just does not want to be with you right now. Take it, leave it. Yeah. Dwelling on the reason in particular is just going to drive you crazy because at the end of the day, the answer is still no. And you can't fix it. Right. And you, y'all have to learn how to let people go. If people break up with you, let let yourself be broken up with. Chasing after somebody, trying to get them to change their mind or see why y'all's relationship is the, is the real deal and how y'all can make it through whatever else. It's just... This man has tried. Like, he sat down and told you all the reasons why y'all shouldn't be together. And they're good 
rational reasons to break up with somebody. So just let that happen. Like, yes, it hurts, but you have to accept it and move on. It's incredibly selfish to be like, oh, well, I love you so much anyway, and I don't want to let this go. So no, like love him enough to want him to be happy and healthy, even if that means being that way without you. So try to step outside of yourself and your own feelings about that. Uh, Good luck to you, though, because I know that that can be hard. Our last question comes from Danica. Who says, at what point do, uh, no, at what point, I had to think about who that was. Do I pull the plug on this friendship? I'm a 33-year-old married woman who's been through my fair share of relationship up and downs. One of my good friends is 28 years old, and she's been in a relationship with a man for the last year. Their story is tumultuous. While they're both wonderful people, he recently got out of a relationship where he was gamed, which, I don't I guess that means played. I don't know. Maybe that's new slang. And he clearly has wounds from that. She expects to be his queen, but I don't think his mind or heart are healed enough to offer what she wants. In addition to this, she is a naturally flirty person and his past has left him with many insecurities. This brings us to lots and lots of questions and him digging through her phone all the time. They break up at least twice a month out of jealousy or insecurity. Work! He scours her messages without her permission and forcefully demands answers from her at all times. He goes so far as to log into her email accounts trying to find any type of dirt. And I keep being stuck wiping up tears over and over again after the same types of altercations. I'm a good listener and try to be a supportive friend, but I honestly cannot offer objective support if she keeps going back to him, returning to the glam couple they appear to be in public while the rest of us know that it's a problematic shit show with very little trust and borderline abuse. She is driven by a desire to be married. All of us have our issues, but my empathy is starting to wane. Please let me know at what stage it is okay to withdraw from offering support. Love you guys, Danica. Um, I think you've passed that mark, honey. Mm. You know, it's hard to give up on friends or to be like, "Sis, I can't help you with this issue no more." Yes, but I also recognize that it can be frustrating to say the same thing over about the same person. Oh no, it absolutely is. So, if I feel like I give friends maybe two of the same conversation when it comes to niggas. <laughs> Two of the exact same conversation. Yeah, I'll give it to you the first time. And then if you need a reminder, I'm like, fair. You know, we're all human. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, refresh. It happens. Um, And then after that, I got to start, you know, just staring at you and letting <laughs> you say everything that you feel and then just not saying anything. Mm-hmm. It was like with my eyes wide open. So you're like <laughs> looking at me like a freak and you ask like, what's the problem? <laughs> I was like, I'm holding in the past. I can see you doing this. <laughs> I really can visualize this. I don't have like a DeLorean or any other time travel machine to actually go back and <laughs> retrieve what I said to you again. But um, I feel like you know it. But I feel like you know it. I said it twice. And mm-hmm. at this point, you know, saying it again would just make me feel stupid. Yeah. And so I can't. I can't do that. I'm so sorry. But I wish you all the best. And I know that you'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of it. I feel like I've been the friend on both sides of this. Like, not... Oh, I totally have. Very rarely am I the one who cannot get over somebody and keeps putting up with dumb shit. That doesn't really happen anymore. But I've definitely been the girl... Oh, my God. One of my closest friends when I was younger. Her baby daddy. My God. That's rough. Oh! 
this bitch went through it with her baby daddy so many times and it was always the same and I would just she would just call me or I would go over and it would just be like oh my god James da 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 and this 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 and I'm just like but James da 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 and this 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 every week what do you mean like he does this every week like every time he says he's gonna call the baby he doesn't every time he says he's gonna come get the baby he doesn't when he says he's gonna give you money he doesn't you gotta just greet the person at that point and be like hey girl how you doing so what James lie about today (laughs) for real and then you do shit like spend your tax refund on buying him video games and sneakers because you think that's gonna make him love you and then he don't answer the phone the whole next day and then you call me heartbroken because you spent all your tax refund money on a nigga that don't care about you and I'm like but you did this last year like why think it's powerful I mean but so I get it and it took me years shift your walls in your world (laughs) now we were all so much younger I just I have to say, the older you get, the less likely you are to be just dickmatized to the point where you will, I mean, good dick is still good dick, but you're not going to be as dumb about it. Younger younger dick takers tend to get all starry-eyed behind the wrong penis. And so maybe this is a, you know, just keep living or, you know, just gain some maturity about yourself and you'll get there eventually type situation. But she was so stupid about niggas that, I just had to stop being her friend. Like, it wasn't even just the same. Like, she had the issue with the baby daddy. But, you know, once she finally let him go, she moved on to the next nigga and started being dumb about him. And I was just like, I cannot keep doing this with you. So you just, I probably learned more from the way she acted in relationships than. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It does happen. And I, I really understand being so frustrated with somebody that you're just like, I can't even talk to you about this anymore. And with us, it got so bad that we just stopped being friends and right. even to this day we still don't really talk that much anymore and just, that's tragic but I could not do it no more I couldn't I just, just change the like, subject whenever she talk about that nigga just like oh my god let me fucking tell you what Jerome's lying ass did today oh girl you want some ice cream I want some ice cream let's go get some ice cream yeah. like oh but that nigga was I'm getting strawberry what kind are you gonna get <laughs> like, right. you not listening to what I'm saying that nigga was lying about sprinkles <laughs> Gotta get some sprinkles and some caramel sauce. Bitch, if we feel real jazzy, you can get the kind that freeze on top that you gotta crack it with a spoon. Yeah, let's go get some ice cream, bitch. But he took my light bill money. I'm taking my ass to get some ice cream. You coming? But Chanel can need shoes, and that nigga told me. And I need cookie dough <laughs> with my cream. And Pfeiffer has two two Talenti pints on sale for $7, bitch. So what you want? Caramel apple pie? What you want, bitch? Absolutely. Scotch, vanilla swirl. I'm going down. They got the E. coli out there. Bluebell, you know. Let's go. <laughs> Just don't uh, want to talk about it anymore. Uh, yeah, you got to... When she brings it up, be like, so are, is this, are you breaking up with him? Like, are you leaving him for real this time? Or are we doing this same conversation again? Because I'll just sit here while you let it out. And then we both know in 48 hours, you'll be right back over there doing this again. So when you're tired, you can't make nobody be tired. Facts. Like, you can't make them be fed up with going through the same True tea, bitch. <laughs> What a dumbass. I cannot. Let's just wrap it up. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck and God bless. Uh, Try to talk to your friend. You know, let her know that this is just, it's not healthy for her more than anything else. Like, she's breaking her own heart by staying in a relationship with somebody knowing that it's just garbage. Y'all keep breaking up. Just stay the fuck broken up. Just do it. Just stay broken up. Like, 
just stay broken up. So you gotta anyway. figure it out. I said it a million times. Something snaps one day for you. Hopefully, I feel like most people get that like yeah. that snap at some that random moment, and they're just like, "Wait a minute, what? What am I doing? Hell no, I'm not doing this bullshit." No more. And they get fed up. Almost to the point where you don't even get angry. You kind of just laugh, and then you're done, and you move yeah. on. But you can't rush anybody into that, and then you never know when it's gonna happen. You just gotta pray that it happens sooner than yeah. later. And but when it does, it's like there's literally nothing that other person could say to make you come back. Not Bitch. one damn thing. Not one fucking thing. A whole thing. new world. I feel like that's where Tiny is now after this last episode of Family Hustle. I saw that little clip where he was talking about you was with me when I got the, my first million dollars. I wonder what you when you got your first million dollars. And then he like got her a new car oh, and she was yeah. crying and shit. He, somebody, I saw, <laughs> I saw a comment that said, so he pimping her? And I was like, what? He absolutely kind of, like, he really speaks to her like a pimp. Oh, God. You know, and I feel like he feels that way about her, like. His tone of voice, his body language, everything is so yeah. manipulative and gross. All he says is, I spent millions on you. Like, nigga, I'm your fucking wife. What do you mean? How about you spend millions of of, of minutes, seconds, and hours at home with me Man. and your kids huh. and not with these Instagram hosts? Huh. That's all I want. Right. I have money. <laughs> I have money. The money is I don't not need the yours. thing. I've got money. You wanted me to sit at home and, yeah. and, and have you spend all this money on me so you can go run out and do what you want to do too. With these hoes. Newsflash. I'm tired. Right. And I don't need your money anymore. Right. That's it. I just need you to be my husband. Yeah. You can't do that good and Bye. Like, right. what's the problem? It was such trash. He was sitting there in his suit with his sunglasses on inside just being a 100% fuck nugget. T.I. seemed like the type of nigga who's had, like, uncles, granddaddies, and, like, older men in his life who was like, you know, you got to talk to these hoes and tell these bitches. Like, oh, they all like shit. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, like Mr. Daddy on Yeah, purple. playing dominoes in the backyard and telling these little four-year-olds to pimp hoes. <laughs> like, yes. niggas, the men yes, do this. they do. Like, men, this is how you treat yes, girls. Yes, they do. Yes. So, T.I. seems like that type behavior. Yes. Men tell their sons that women yes. are shit. That absolutely Preach. happens. Yes. And so it does not surprise me that T.I. really felt like, well, I spent money on you so it ain't nothing. You can't be mad about nothing. And then when Tiny was like, you were out here fucking, you fucked somebody I hired. Thank you. T.I. is like, but you took a picture with somebody you knew I was at odds with. It's just like, nigga, just wait a minute, nigga. Like, I wanted to, like, I wanted to just so possess crazy. her. Yes, I wanted so to, quickly. me too. I wanted to, like, inhabit Tiny's it. body be like, girl, let me do this. Just please, <laughs> take, sit in the sunken place. I'll be right back to get you. Like, just let me just do let it. Just let me go off, girl. I only, I only need, like, two, three minutes. I'm going to give this nigga his if, whole life. <laughs> like, count it down. <laughs> Pretend it's a BuzzFeed video. For real. I just, Seriously. I've got enough time, like, how dare you? And but, he was really like, I mean, but was you at odds with her? What? Nigga, first of all. What? So do you really think you sleeping with somebody is not as bad? Ugh, no, I'm sorry. Hey, that <laughs> photograph what? I took was a result of what you did. Like, <laughs> you act like I was just parlaying, giving lap dances and, and getting titty fucked Ridiculous. in Malibu or something. And that's when you ran to go Man. in deep sea dive into some pussy. You'd been cheating on me. Right. And Tiny I went and took a picture. Whispering like shit. And oh. now we're we're equal. Right. Oh, well, I took a picture with somebody you don't like. Y'all beefing on the internet. And so that's worse than you sleeping with another girl. Another girl, another time. Because you've done this so many times. And my employee. Oh, Yeah, right. your tote's right, girl. She we're was like, somebody I introduced you to? Somebody I hired? Uh, yes, actually, I am at 
odds with her. She's sleeping with my husband. Yes, we at odds now. Yes, that's exactly what that is. Fuck you mean, nigga. How do you know all of these words? <laughs> but you can't put these two together. <laughs> the fucking thesaurus what's, app. What's the that's, that's all that is. What's, it's what's it's the problem? Man, I got to give it to Tiny because I did not think she would ever just talk back to that nigga the way she did. But it makes me feel like she's really done. Even when he bought I her that so. car, she was like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to take the car. Nigga, that's a fucking Porsche. I ain't done. But it don't fix nothing. <laughs> I said, who could be mad at a real bitch? <laughs> I would have did the same thing. You, Your dumb ass bought me a car. Yeah, I will take this car. And you can leave. Goodbye. Not. I'm too proud. Oh, hell no. I'm I not. Wanted, I wish I could say the same. I am not too proud. What? I would spend all night after he drove that car out in my driveway and I cussed his ass out. I would spend the whole night like, now you know you should have kept that goddamn car with a fucking <laughs> Like, I would be up the whole night getting high Ooh. and drinking red wine. You would be so like, mad at yourself. Damn it, bitch. <laughs> I would have took that car and had an Instagram photo shoot with me and my new man. <laughs> with Eris on the See? on. The Trunk. Like, goal. Yes. I know that I would have jumped to conclusion immediately. Get this goddamn shit. You, th- you can just buy me, nigga. That's what you think? You and this car can get the fuck out my driveway. Go in the house, slam the door. Pfft. What the fuck was I thinking about? Like, <laughs> immediately, immediately pissed off. You like, been so mad. fuck the principal. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's a car. You could have sold that. You and your friends could have just rolled around looking ridiculous in that. You could have gave that to your mama. It's my Jamaican blood and my Trina upbringing. I just can't. <sighs> All right. And Trina probably would have took the car. I was going to say. I'm thinking about it and Trina might have been like. And Trina would have took the car. Be a dumb hoe. And been giving her new nigga like. like yes. Head her in the front seat. F- getting her feet rubbed in the back seat. Even better. Parked on Ocean Drive. For the gram. Yes. In that car. Yes. New license plate. <laughs> like That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And just me. I got to so, do something different. Good luck to Tiny, you know, moving on past a fuck nigga, because that is also difficult. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right we're back it is now time for the read it is do you want me to go first why not okay so earlier you brought up kathy griffin and this video thing that she put out that honestly i didn't even watch because i did not care i just saw donald trump's burnt dead head severed head and i was like well this is art yeah this is great Mm -hmm. are there prints you know is this on society six can i get a throw pillow with this this is obviously gorgeous um but to my surprise 
there were a lot of like liberals and Democrats who were like all up in arms and like, this is awful. This crosses the line. This Break is so wrong. Them. And, and we're better than this. Break My goodness. When they go low, we go high. Break Bitch, look at what the Republican Party is doing to this country right fucking now. Break it down. What you mean go high? It ain't no such thing as too low of a jab at Donald Trump right now. Look at what this bitch has done. Is doing. Look at what he is currently doing. Are mm. you fucking kidding? Y'all are mad because this comedian and any other time you quick to be like, oh, well, comedians, you know, they say what they want and artistic expression and free, free license speech. and all this. You know, and this whole, well, you know, let's be morally superior. Let's be right. You know, let's make sure that when it comes down to it, we're just, we're behaving better than they are. The Republicans are not giving a fuck about your little bullshit etiquette rules. They are pissing all in the sandbox directly in your face while you and your children are sitting in it and y'all are sitting there and taking it. Like the the Democrats in this country have no real spine to stand up to the Republicans. Like the fact that we know I feel like every last one of us who actually reads or listens to the news knows that Donald Trump's or somebody extremely close to him has been colluding with the Russians for months. And we are all just sitting back and letting that the fuck happen. Like, why? Just hanging out. Like, just no big deal. Just, you know, just whatever. See what happens. Jared Kushner, you know, back channeling into Russia. But who really? No big deal, you guys. Who cares? Trump's son-in-law is all of a sudden a senior advisor and his kids have fucking security clearances and Ivanka is speaking for the nation because Trump is too tired. Bitch, what? What are we? And y'all are mad over Kathy fucking Griffin, but that's not even my read. So Melania, who, you know, tried to gain some brownie points with the internet by refusing to look Trump in the eyes this or is touch amazing. him. You know, girl Melania, she she's had her her moments, you know, she put on a $52,000 Gucci coat or whatever. I was literally going to do this. It was like, oh, just signing a cute little small thing. But anyway, this bitch or whomever, I'm certain she didn't actually even say this, much less write it. But she said, as a mother, a wife, and a human being, that photo is very disturbing. When you consider some of the atrocities happening in the world today, oh, the nerve. a photo opportunity like this is simply wrong and makes you wonder about the mental health of the person who did it. This is so ironic that <laughs> I actually, I read it and I think I actually I blinked. Like, I'm sorry, is she, is that from Mel- Melania Trump, Donald Trump's wife? Like the current president of the United States wife? Because if we're talking about some of the atrocities that are happening in the world today. I mean, most of them are pointing right back to y'all. I mean, your husband <laughs> starting a whole lot of the shit, girl. <laughs> Let's not talk about the same man who right now is trying to gut health insurance so that him and all of his rich-ass friends can get richer and millions of children and parents will not be able to afford to go see the fucking doctor. The same man who said... During the camp, like this video came out during the campaign, right before the election, that he grabs women by the pussy because he's famous and he can get away with doing that. Are we are we talking about I'm sorry. Are you married to that same person, the same man who has since 
He has been inaugurated, has emboldened so many racist and hateful ass people across the country. And in fact, just last week, two actually decent white people were murdered because they stood up to one some crazy Trump ass lunatic fan who was harassing these Muslim girls and got killed in the process. Are you fucking kidding? That same husband on the first day of Ramadan talking about you call it terrorism. I call it patriotism. Your husband has emboldened people, American ass racist, to get up and do shit like that in this country today while we're talking about atrocities happening around the world they're happening right here in america your husband is responsible and he ain't said shit about it bitch are you fucking kidding me are we talking about are we talking about the same man who got on tv at a rally and was mocking a disabled reporter and started like you know changing his voice and mimicking somebody who can't like really articulate that well and flapping his hands around like he's in fifth grade like this is a grown-ass man who's making fun of a disabled reporter and for years for years on twitter led this entire birtherism movement against president obama to the point where he released the short form and the long form of his birth certificate and only just now was your husband finally like okay yeah I guess he was born in America your husband led this whole racist ass like all of it he was behind the whole thing and we supposed to give a fuck now that Kathy Griffin put his burnt ass head in a picture bitch really Ted Nugent called Barack Obama a subhuman mongrel a subhuman mongrel it's hard to get more racist than that you called a black man a subhuman mongrel, said you wanted him and Hillary Clinton both dead and got an invitation to the White House to take selfies with Trump and have lunch. But you want us to give a shit that Kathy Griffin made a video about your awful ass fucking husband, your lonely ass, greedy ass, hypocritical little fuck shit of a husband who is going to let all of his insecurities and his big, big ego get us all fucking killed. And you want us to care about Kathy Griffin and her fake burnt head and the fact that your little shit kid saw it. No one cares. No one cares. Fuck all of y'all. That's it. All right. Well, I was actually going to uh, mention that I've seen a lot of people like I think AOL or somebody had a headline maybe yesterday that said, Melania is getting fashion revenge, and I saw these oh, girl. headlines about her jacket and all of this type of stuff. And I just want to remind a lot of y'all who I have been seeing, again, liberal de- Democrats or people who claim to be those, who are, like, lifting Melania up in this fashion world now. Just because she smacked her husband's hands away a couple of times, yes, I live for that, because at this point, I live for anybody who's shitting on Trump or, you know, participating in his destruction. Right. I still don't see it from Lania. I don't live for her, and I'm not going to be out here yes-mamming her over no fucking jacket. Literally I just never. don't, like, I don't give a fuck about all of that mm-hmm. until she actually writes and publishes the book, putting all his business out there and saying, Trump can suck my dick. <laughs> I don't care about any of that stuff, so please keep it. Aside from that, though, my read is, um, so, hmm, Lil Uzi Vert had, uh, posted some shit on Instagram the other day. I guess it was, like, a foggy mirror, and in it he wrote, he drew, like, an inverted cross and 666 around it. Oh, (laughs) scary. Offset from Migos po- posted a caption or something that said something like, um, I'll be praying for you or some shit like that. And then he responded back something like, oh, you can pray for me in Trap Church. And like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry. 
Sorry. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. It is. <laughs> um, and then I think he said something about wanting to like, like hating the mainstream industry stuff and blah, 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 whatever. And then there was some other rapper who apparently was also upset with Offset. I don't remember this guy's name, but they are claiming that this these symbols aren't what people think they are and niggas don't know anything and they represent something called unknownism, which is apparently a, a movement about not knowing things and <laughs> that the universe is like a... It kind of reminds me of, <clears throat> you know, in um, in the Erica Badu song, where she, the man that knows nothing knows that he knows the nothing. Man, yeah. Right, whatever. Yeah. So it reminds me like that, which I've always loved that saying because it helps propel me through life because I don't really know anything. It's very true. I know bits of things and I hold tight to that and try, you know, to remember it. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm a speck, and I recognize that, and it humbles me. And I like it. And I really enjoy that. <laughs> However, the problem that I have... Oh, then, oh, also, the 666 stands for six protons, neutrons, and electrons, which is, like, carbon, and that's what we're all made up of. It's some weird-ass Jaden Smith, like, Scientology, <laughs> I-don't-get-it shit. Carbon, neutrons. I don't know. I was going to say, this is literally my first time ever hearing this theory, so I'm just trying to Google it real I quick. I didn't pay too much attention to it because it's utter bullshit, and this is where my read comes okay. from. Now, <clears throat> the only reason I have an issue with this, you're allowed to believe whatever you want to. You're allowed to um, align yourself with whatever cause or religion or theories, beliefs. I don't care, especially if I've never heard of you and I'm not a fan of yours. But... It's frustrating. It's kind of annoying to me when celebrities start taking uh, certain symbolism and using it online or in their music videos and stuff and then being like, oh, well, it means this. Like, the cross of St. Peter doesn't have anything to do with whatever this shit is that you're talking about. And neither does the (laughs) mark of the beast. Like, those are actual things that exist that have real relevant meanings to a religion. Now, I also agree that a lot of people see um, that inverted cross and they see the mark of the beast and they just immediately think you worship the devil. And if you actually read a little bit more, you would know where those things come from. But... I don't I don't believe that the average person on Instagram knows what that stuff means the same way that I don't believe that Lil Uzi Vert or the rest of these <laughs> niggas know what it means. Like, I don't think that you do. Do you know that 666? It's the mark of the beast. Do you know what the beast is? What the beast means? Have you ever heard of Revelations? Right. Like, do you know what these, the purpose it served and why? Or are you just using that as a way to be like, yo, we over here representing this? I think that a lot of these new rappers, especially the ones that lack talent, they have to, like, do something extra and above and beyond to make themselves stand out. And I know that a lot of people like Lil Uzi Vert's music, and I don't really even dislike him. I just don't care. Like, I'm not a fan. I don't want to see him do poorly i don't care but 
it just is annoying when I see people use it's like propaganda to me. It reminds me of like in the middle, like the maybe mid two thousands, late two thousands, when the Illuminati discussions were super oh, super crazy, yeah. and all of these pop stars or rap stars are using like the Eye of Providence and all of these triangles and swirls and lines and shit in their music videos. So everybody would be like, oh, "Kesha's in the Illuminati," and it's like, "No, Kesha don't know nothing about the fucking <laughs> Illuminati. They put this stuff in the music video so you would say that, and right. you were going to talk about it, and somebody else would go and click on it and watch it too. That's the same shit these niggas are." doing like you have no idea what this stuff means and it's annoying for and i know rock stars do it and they have been doing it with that same cross of peter and the same 666 and they use it and say oh well it means this it don't it does not that's like if i were to take like a little figure or statue of buddha and say this represents anti-body shaming <laughs> buddhas would be like bitch what <laughs> Excuse me. I can know I, I am. Can you imagine if I was like, if I was wearing the star, David, and I was just like, this star represents loyalty to Mother Earth mm-hmm. and and veganism and love for the galaxy. Right? People are like, bitch. No, it does not. If you don't take off my fucking star, Get David, your are weird you ass away from me, bitch. Are like, you even Jewish? with your crazy? What ass? the fuck are you talking? It's the same shit. I know yeah. a lot of people use that cross, like to. As a way of of representing or, you know, acknowledging that they are anti-Christian. Okay. Uh, and the same thing with the 666. So you can't just put some shit like that on the internet and then expect that people are just going to be like, hey, bro, cool. Yeah, with no context. Party. <laughs> like, <laughs> awesome. People are going to be confused because you're using symbols that they know are attributed to this. Mm-hmm. And you're saying it means this. Mm -hmm. And it does not. So if you want to, you know, say, hey, guys, we are coming up with this new movement and it means this. And we'd love it if you would, you know, look into it or we just want you to think or, you know, think differently (laughs) or whatever. They come up with your own damn symbols, you know, draw some colorful dreads or whatever it is that all you niggas do (laughs) these days. And let that be the symbol. Stop using shit that already exists and confusing people and trying to get people to talk about your shit. It's the same thing that all these other motherfuckers have been doing for decades it's weird and you can't fault people for thinking that you worship the devil when you know damn well people are gonna think you worship the devil especially niggas (laughs) niggas don't ask no questions they know that that has nothing to do with god Mm -hmm. and we are not interested okay period Like, niggas do not play with that 666 and putting the cross upside down. Bitch, what? Oh, but now you got uh, rants. Like, everybody knew. <laughs> like, even if you didn't actually read the Bible or do the research or even take your ass to Wikipedia, the girls definitely saw conjuring with all them damn <laughs> crosses turned upside down and demons Ooh, no, and shit are shit leaping out, out of, of shadows. The girls are hip to the game. The jig's up. Yeah. Choose something else. That shit is strange. All now everybody is is a, an alien and and you made up of of gummy worms and your blood is actually juicy juice or whatever and you're that's fine like I'm not gonna argue with you about that if you believe that the world is flat prove it you know like go on a long journey on a boat or something or a little yacht come on boat. and when you find the edge let me know but until then girl I'm gonna let you do what you want to do just stop bringing in symbolism that already exists especially Christian symbolism or anti-christian or like religious 
symbolism Symbols, specifically right, right. because that is taking it completely left field and that's when you're becoming disrespectful and it's actually ignorant as hell for you to be taking something that I know what it means because I grew up here in this church or I read this right. or I understand this and you're not trying to tell me oh no it doesn't mean that it means the shit that I just made up two days ago right okay girl mm. and that's it or if you get like one of those um, like the Muslim symbols or the symbols of Islam. Like if you just decide, no, oh, I'm just going to get one of these because it's just super cute. And it doesn't, right. you know, I love it's design. It's almost like that. It's, it's like, like, what are you, no, there's a you. whole other meaning associated with this. And what are you doing? Like, this is something right. else entirely. What exactly. are you talking about? And I mean, simple research. Right. <laughs> That's it. But know your fucking audience, Lil Uzi Vert. You know good and damn well you can't put no 666 on Instagram without niggas being like, talking about oh, uh-uh. the same nigga who currently has a song that's like a smash, apparently, where he's singing about all his friends being dead oh, yeah. and being pushed to the edge. And I, I've said it once. I will say it again. That song blows me like it's not even that the song is bad I'll just like be dancing moving shaking to the side to the side and then he's talking about his dead friends and like being pushed to like the breaking point and I'm like alright this this kid this needs is help. sad and then the next thing I know you painting you know 666 in the mirror and I'm just like look <laughs> If you need somebody to come over there and throw a little bit of holy water around or just hold your hand and and pray and rebuke or do whatever it is, then you can say that. But you're not going to take the crisp mark of the beast that has been around since way before everybody and tell me, (laughs) oh, now, in in Uzi Vert world, in the Rolling Loud community, it actually means this. Girl, bye. Not the Rolling Loud community. beat it. (laughs) Till right now, I thought Lil Uzi Vert was the one in that terrible Sprite commercial, but that's Lil Yachty. That's Lil Yachty. Yeah, I just Googled. That's what I'm saying. Like, Lil Yachty, and I think Lil Yachty knows you know what I'm saying? That he's, I don't want to say on borrow time. But I think that he's like, these rappers who know that they're living off of the beat yeah, and they're the, not really like lyrical like that. Right. They got red hair or they wearing, you know, Lane Bryant clothes and Kenny Heels on stage. And, <sighs> you know, like they're just doing like. <laughs> Do you even know what Lane Bryant is? <laughs> yeah. They were them. These niggas can't fit no Lane Bryant. This gonna hang off the ass. <laughs> like. Lowriders, whatever. <laughs> but just do like do little weird shit. And yeah, I'm not saying that I'm against that. You do whatever you want to do. Represent yourself however you want to. That's why Lil Yachty was trying to tell Joe Budden's ass how happy he was because <laughs> right. I can't rap and I'm still quite successful. Right. And it makes sense, doesn't it? it I'm getting does. away with murder. Just the same way it makes sense that you mad because yeah, you can you rap didn't. and you're not successful. Right. Like logic. Your anger makes sense because I'm out here just <laughs> saying bullshit in the studio peek-a-boo, and I have so peek-a-boo. much money right? and I'm just wealthy and I'm just popping deals 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 bookings galore and meanwhile you have talent and no one cares and nobody damn, gives a shit damn that's a, and do I don't care about any of that I don't have to like your music I'm not gonna right, demonize you right, or say right. that you're ruining hip hop or whatever I just would love it if you would leave the old uh, that James Wan conjuring ass <laughs> paranormal activity shit leave that keep that personal if yeah. you wanna you know Summon what you gonna summon, but keep that off of <laughs> keep that off of the internet. I don't, cause I don't play. One Amen. thing I tell you, I definitely believe in 
demons, spirits, all of that. It may not look like it does in the movies. It may not have big, giant red horns and just hide in your closet until you come home. (laughs) But I absolutely believe in all of that shit. I believe they have names. I believe in all of that. So Mm -hmm. I don't play them right games all i know i'm gonna scroll past this and then mm-hmm. one you know jump through my damn ios device and now that bitch chilling in the living room with link i can't do it right even the stuff i don't believe in i still don't play with because <laughs> exactly. why do i want exactly. to run the risk thank you i don't need none of that when i saw thank the you. ring i kept every tv off in my house for like two weeks i said i know can't no little white bitch crawl <laughs> through my tv but i'm not running the and fucking I risk love scary movies and all of that stuff too so don't get me wrong i was watching the con drink too the other day oh, and there's an end of the, at the end of the movie um the lead character I, I think she's a farmiga i don't remember what her name is but whatever she she names one of the demons that she's like beefing with the whole movie and she's like i know your name your name is such and such and i was like mute nope. not in my house <laughs> <laughs> oh no you call that bitch up in here <laughs> no no girl keep that to yourself Okay, she's not getting familiar with this side of Harlem. No, no. <laughs> Keep her over there. No, thank you. That is, is The Conjuring the one where them white people bought some big farmhouse out in the country and then one by one crazy shit started happening? Is That's that... the Amityville horror, but it's... No, it, I saw it in movie theaters not too long ago. I remember because I got invited to the no, screening. No, you and they did had see it. I don't pray. think you're thinking about The Conjuring. You're thinking of um. They had a priest come and bless us before that movie. Oh no, I you was, did see the Conjuring. Yeah, it you, was. I think it was the first Conjuring. Yeah, it was the saw. first Conjuring. Because I remember you seeing it and being shocked. Yeah, I certainly would not have gone to see the the sequel to that. I can tell you because I was. I loved both scared of scared shitless, and it was it was like oh no, but I think it was. It was like oh, it's I a think crazy that's why it was so effective or something. And, something like that. I haven't and the seen white the people first just one stayed. Oh god, it was scary. But though. it was a white couple who investigates paranormal stuff and then they try to go help oh her. yeah I think oh, that was what you saw yeah, though I think it was too something about a doll there's a doll in oh, it oh yeah that's the first one yeah that's the first yeah, one with Annabelle that fucked me right on up so that, good mm, but mm. those moments were like I think that's why it's so effective with me because I believe in that type of shit yeah <laughs> so when she was calling that bitch's name I was like there will be no, no demonic shout outs in, in my here. house <laughs> <laughs> you keep that bitch name a secret. Right. We won't be summoning Beelzebub to bring her exactly. sorry ass up in Like, there was a movie that just came out called The Bye Bye Man. Uh, and no, the whole, no. the whole, like, tagline of the movie was, don't see, don't say his name, don't think his name, or something like that. And I was like, but you just <laughs> told me his name, bitch. I can't help but think. That's not fair. Get in my house. I'm like... Maybe the movie tells you his real name and the the bye bye man part. No, you were like so you're not supposed to see him, think about him, see? nothing, and that's how you get him. I was like, that's that's fucked I'm up. Have you don't do right. no bullshit like that. <laughs> it's unfair, right? And too many people don't play with that. I don't go see scary I movies because of that. I do not like being scared. That's not a fun emotion for me. I don't understand that people like there are people who really enjoy like being horrified. I, don't, I just I like the I like hate it. <laughs> I like seeing what they can do with, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I like scary mm-hmm. movies. I'll, I and I'm do. the type of bitch to have nightmares. So oh, I will, too. I really need- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, 
really don't like being scared in my sleep. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's way worse. Wake but up alone had a nightmare. in the dark. I haven't had a nightmare because of a scary movie in a while. Uh-uh. And usually when I do, no. it's not because I just watched one. <laughs> I have a conjuring nightmare like next month. Just randomly. Just randomly out yeah. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But. Because you was watching that mess. Yeah. All I'm saying is. Yeah, don't play with them spirits Keep and all that, that demonic shit, shit no. to yourself. Mm-mm. Like, you can't just be making up little babysitter's club ass groups and then being like, <laughs> yeah, we use this to to do that. I mean, if you're gonna do that, then at the very least, do the same shit that everybody else who uses it does and say, well, I just don't believe. At the very least, I'm gonna say you don't believe in God. Because you can't. There's, I just don't. I mean, and that's your business. That's you're your allowed. life. Right. You you're can allowed. absolutely do that. But don't tell me, oh, that's not what it means. It means peanut butter and jelly tastes great. Okay, girl. Bye, girl. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. How Now I'm mad that this was on my Instagram feed because now this image has been projected into my home and I don't need that kind of negativity in here. <laughs> Let me go get my sage. Who the fuck knows who's waiting for me in the closet now? <laughs> right. I don't play Thanks, that Thanks, Lucy Vert, bitch. I didn't need to be pushed to the edge, too, just because you oh, miserable. Man. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. This is The Read. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. I want to thank the Council of Black Seniors at Vassar for having me speak at your baccalaureates. Um, I was very nervous and sweating like Christina Aguilera did it at a James funeral, and it was just a lot. But I got through it. Thank you guys again for the invitation. Um, if you want to check out the transcript, you can check out my Tumblr or my website, crystal.com. Um, and I will be at the Allied Media Conference on June 18th in Detroit at the Popular Cultures for New Worlds uh, track meeting panel, whatever it's called. So if you'll be at AMC, come by that Sunday and let's hang out and talk about popular cultures and new worlds. All right. Um... Uh... Shout out to everybody in London who came out to the show this past Yay! weekend. I was quite devastated because I missed my initial flight and so I was not able to see Dream Girls, but I will be going back to London later, uh, probably in early fall or something of that nature, mm. specifically to go see that Simply, show. Not for right. y'all. I mean, I'm going, I mean, if you see me, you can say hi, but I'm going there to go see that show because I will not miss it. Yeah, no. And then I'm going to go to Amsterdam because duh. Um, but yeah, shout out to y'all for coming. Philly, I will see you on Sunday. Excited to come out there. Also, <clears throat> since it's the first, um, I can announce that 305 Live is happening Yee! June 25th. That's right, June 25th, which I believe is Pride. So you already know how we're doing. Oh, um, <laughs> that just means that basically it's going to be a whole bunch of niggas here. You know, you don't have to be gay. It but helps. you have to have, <laughs> you know, respect. <laughs> you know, that's like an Afropunk environment. Yeah. You know, no, no, you phobias. don't have to be gay, but don't be mad. Don't be right. Just don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Just come through and because niggas be are going to be twerking. I'm, it's right. just. Like, so, I mean, and it it is what it is. We have a great time. Everybody's there. I, were you there the first? I think it was the first three or five live where I had to get on the mic and cuss the security guard yes. out. Yes. Yes, because of the bathroom thing. They wouldn't let a trans girl in. The yeah. Bathroom. Yeah, I remember that. Not that party. Yeah, no, we don't do Not that, girl. Not my events, for girl. Everybody, it's for everybody. Did you listen to Cash Doll's song for everybody? Uh uh-uh. uh She's an icon. You need to. Okay. All right. So three or five live, June twenty fifth at the Lavage Rooftop. Mm-hmm. Tickets awesome. are available Friday at noon. Three or five live dot com. 
wait until Friday at noon. I know you girls be looking right now and then like, I don't see nothing because it's not Friday at noon. <laughs> 305live.com. It's going to be a great time. Lots of trap music, reggae music, twerking music, Trina, um, and me. Yes. And my friends. And I'm probably going to be shooting uh, money in the air with a cash cannon that I just bought. Because oh, God. <laughs> it looked like fun, and I wanted it, and I did. And the only reason, I mean, the only time I can really think to appropriately use that is to shower you all with ones. F305 <laughs> Live. So, come on now. Um, oh, that's going to be fun for Niggas is going to be like, uh, get the fuck out. Niggas is going to be elbowing people. I mean, it's a rooftop, so you girls better be careful. Because yeah. we don't have insurance, <laughs> don't. <laughs> and I will not be involved. They're not going to put my name in the paper. You you are a mess. Um, oh, tickets actually go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. So, yeah, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, you can get tickets to the party and come out with us yeah. and have a good time. And I think that's about it. I had something else that I wanted to announce, but it's not necessarily confirmed. Oh, okay. Well, you might, you might want to wait then. Yeah. I yeah, I have a couple things that are like, let's wait till we sign on the dotted line about that. <laughs> you gotta just use your sense. <laughs> Woo, I want to say thank you so much to Oklahoma. I went home for one day. Actually, no, thank you to my uncle for barbecuing them ribs and them hot links. My oh my God. Nigga, my I ate seven God. hot links. <laughs> seven links. It felt so good. I would do the same thing. Sometimes you just have to go home and have real barbecue because New York City does not have I mean, it. I Sorry. Don't send me the link to nope. fucking Hill Country nope. or whatever else, girl. <laughs> no! not no. real barbecue. I was so disappointed the first time I went there. Because everybody was like, oh, you gotta go. And the bluebell was freezer burnt. And the bluebell was freezer burnt. How you gonna get my heart all ready for bluebell? You and know they got bluebell country. They had Child. chocolate and vanilla and both of them shits were burnt. When I tell you my uncle has made better barbecue than that every year of my life for as long as I can remember. I mean, that's just pure uncle facts. hasn't? And my Amy makes rolls and shit from scratch and my mama's banana pudding is legendary and it's just amazing food. I read today that Magnolia oh, Bakery so is going to be de- delivering that banana pudding. See, and I told my cousins, I'm going to bring some Magnolia home so we can decide whose is better, mama's or theirs. I mean, I mean my mama's, mama's, I mean, right. Because she makes it differently, you know, and she makes it the way that we all love it. Yeah, the Magnolia does it a little. But Magnolia's banana pudding is just universally. Yeah, it's just good. If you like <laughs> banana pudding, you will like Magnolia's. Yeah. Because it's just great. Nobody has ever thought that it was. I don't, I don't know anybody <laughs> who has added it and be like, mm, I don't. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> universally good. Even so. myself, like, I'm very particular. It's like, like yes, maybe two too. people on earth that can make banana pudding and I'll be like yes may yeah. I have some like I'm really very very particular about this shit yeah. but magnolia I don't like it too sweet no I don't like when y'all put in too much pudding they just have a great ratio of pudding and bananas and it's about like proportion and, just, and just and the consistency is right it's not too thin and layers and, and levels and fucking good and shout out to whoever brought that big ass five gallon bowl of it to Thanksgiving <laughs> Two years ago, because oh, I, t- I, I hid it, and then I just took a big ass spoon and was like, "I'm just gonna eat this because 
Why? Are you kidding? Like, you don't leave no magnolia. But anyway, what was we talking about? Uh, food, I guess. Um, I so, oh, oh but yeah, yeah. I had some amazing barbecue over the holiday. Well, you just never know and all that. So when you're gonna have another chance to have seven hot links? Exactly. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should go home. I can only go for a day because I had to do the graduation speech and all this. And then I was like, bitch, are you really gonna stay home? Are you really gonna stay in New York instead of going to Oklahoma when you could have hot links? Are you is that are you really about to do that? Like think about it. Think about it cuz this is when I, when I go home again for Thanksgiving, Christmas or whatever, ain't going to be no hot links on the menu like this is your shot. So, I had to. Oh, I just really want to quickly say that I didn't get to read enough about this, but to that teacher who is giving out these raggedy ass certificates. That's who my other reader Um, talking about most likely to blend in with white people, most likely to be a terrorist and all that shit. I don't know if you That bitch was crazy. You know, we're trying to be like a writer for difficult people or, you know, like you, you know, lost your way in the improv world and you decided to take your whack ass comedy to a school. But not only is this not funny, it's so past disrespectful and so past like offensive and insulting that I don't even like they're kids and the jokes aren't funny there's nothing that's like tongue-in-cheek about it there's nothing that would make us like how what did you think the reaction Ooh. was supposed to be from a kid when they when they received this to you and then for you to put avid and all this other shit on it like like honestly i'm gonna be paying very close attention to this um and seeing how the school deals with it i don't really know if i missed that part of it yet i think she's been fired did they fire her? I think so. I didn't read up on it again because then I, after Melania's statement came out, I said, oh, no, bitch. I'm going to go home but, and do what I got to do. Maybe we'll bring it up again next week. But no, if you haven't been fired, crazy. if you have been fired, you need to be thanking God that that didn't come along with several feet. Okay. Can you imagine as a parent seeing a certificate like that with your baby's name on it? Absolutely not. I'm going and sitting in the principal's office and I'm letting them know I'm not going anywhere until you bring her right here. And I don't care what color she is. I don't care what race she <laughs> like, is. You could be black as me and I'm beating I don't the care. shit out of you. I don't care what she looks like. I'm beating the she... dog shit out of you. Tell that bitch to come in here right <laughs> now. I'm not going nowhere. Miss Samuels to the principal's office. Miss Samuels to the principal's office. Like, I know that being a teacher is rough and it's hard. Y'all don't get paid enough. You disrespected left and right. And now you got to deal with this bitch, uh, Betsy. Mm-mm. But... <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you have to remember that these are people's children mm-hmm. and you can't be in nobody's fucking establishment just treating Ooh. kids however the fuck you want to. This is a place where they're supposed to be going to build up the self-esteem and the confidence that they can have right. and go out in this shit world and navigate it properly. Oh, and you're doing things like this, God. you lucky you ain't get your ass whipped. Yeah. But again, I got my eyes on this and I'm done. All right. Well, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Saving money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.